Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to following on fresh from another defeat for England. The world champions have gone down to a clean sweep away in Bangladesh. Joyous scenes at another capacity crowd as Bangladesh really came from behind. A fine first innings knock of 73 from Lytton Dust. 47 not out from that man again, Shanto. But just 27 runs from the final five overs. It seemed to have cost at Bangladesh with England sitting pretty. 100 up, two set batters at the crease in Milan and Butler only for both to fall in successive balls and set about a collapse from the England middle order. England in the end running out losers. Bangladesh winning by 16 runs and it's completed a miserable end to what at the halfway stage had been a successful white ball tour. Uh, of uh, Bangladesh. Plenty to pick the bones out of uh, another uh, insipid middle order batting performance from England. For myself, John Norman, Steve Harmison alongside me and Kath Dalton for the next uh, 20 minutes or so. And this is Following On. Well, uh, I'll start with you, Harmy. There's, uh, I've just been listening to you and Maka. You've uh, you made some excellent points along the way but let's look at this series as a whole what positives if any can England come away from uh, the T20 series in Bangladesh I think you've got positives I think you've got you've got to, you've just got to look at Jofra Archer I think he's the huge positive Paul's been out for so long um, and you're worried you always worry and wo- you wonder how a player comes back for from an injury from from so so long out especially the 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 back and elbow injuries that he's had. So that is a positive. He bowled good speeds, very aggressively, um, bowled his overs, played consecutive days, pulled up all right. So for me, that's a, a positive. I think Sam Curran's bowling at the start of the of an innings has been has been quite positive. I think his bowling's been, been good. I don't think his batting's been... Um, the experiment has quite worked, unfortunately, for England. Um, and we'll probably come on to the the batting woes in a, in a bit but I think Curran's been a positive um, Rian Ahmed's had a got, got got a game and bowled I thought bowled okay um, and so has Adil Rashid uh, uh, another another positive but on the other the other aspects has been I think there's been quite a, a quite a few negatives I think England's been quite sloppy in the field I think the uh, the disciplines with 
taking responsibility with the bat and not seeing a team, not seeing your team from a, a tight situation, pressurised situation into putting yourself, your team into a, a match-winning position and then taking responsibility and getting yourself in a position to get over the line, I think is something that will be mentioned more than once by Joss Butler and Matthew Mott in the, um, in the aftermath of this series. Tell you what, though, Kath Dalton, I mean, forgive the pun, but that was a, a tigerish effort, wasn't it, from Bangladesh? They were, they were lightning in the, in the field. Saw a brilliant run out of Joss Butler. That, that changed the game. You know, in that one moment, Mahedi Hassan, uh, Mahedi Hassan sweeping a point and throwing down the stumps with one to aim at. Saw some, uh, some good bowling. We saw a team that was united and clear in how it was going about, not just its bowling, but its batting as well. That was a, an impressive effort, really, from Bangladesh throughout the series. Yeah, you could sense it from ball one of their bowling innings that they were up for the fight, the crowd was in. They wanted to whitewash England here and, and put a marker down for world cricket to say, you know, we're, we're not going to get turned over too easily. And I thought they were marvellous. I mean, that run out really changed the game. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and there were some really good bowling performances. If you look at Tarskin Ahmed, uh, two for 28 off his four. He bowled really well. He, he got that wicket of, of Duckett at the back end of his bowling spell. And there were just moments in the game where they turned it just when they needed to. As soon as you felt England were on top, potentially they were going to take the game away from Bangladesh. They always had a moment that just brought them back into it. Yeah, and if you look at this side now, just focusing on T20, this is a very different looking side to the ODI one, which we saw, which had a lot of familiar names in it. Some new, new guys in, uh, in this side. But, you know, if you have a look at the bowling, um, Hedi Hassan, he's been out the side, back into it, player of the match in the second T20. We know all about Taskin Arma. We know all about Shaki Balhassan. We know all about Musafisa Rahman. That's four, four bowlers, though. You know, you've got a slow left arm. You've got a, an off spinner. Uh, you get a left arm uh, swing bowler. And you've got uh, a pacey uh, bowler in Ahmed, who is also capable of swing. So you've got points of difference throughout that bowling attack. And then you can slot bowlers in and around that. They use eight bowlers in the second T20. They used uh, just a six today. And they used five in the first T20. So, again, you're showing different ways of going about things. So that's impressive in itself. But it's with the batting, really, that I've been, I've been impressed. Not, you never really get that many huge numbers. But Lytton Das, we know a lot about. He finally came good today. I expect he'll be player of the match. But I think Najmul Hussain Shanto for us, he's been the key man, hasn't he? He's, he's, he's batted at every step of the way in first, second and third T20s at crucial junctures in the match. And he's come up with the goods on each occasion. And those four fours in successive deliveries against Mark Wood in the first T20 when Bangladesh looked like they were up against it, I would say of the whole series, that was the key over, the key moment in this series as a whole. From that point onwards, I don't think Bangladesh looked back. And he bats the situation, doesn't he? Sometimes he has to drop anchor and just play around someone. He did that with Litton Das today. He wasn't the explosive one to go out and, and hit it to all parts. He batted very sensibly, played risk-free cricket. He has been able to play every situation I can think of in this series and done it so well. I really think he is one for the future. His technique looks good. He looks confident and composed at the crease. He's someone that you can rely on in that Bangladesh order and the opposite side of the spectrum would be the England middle order where you look at that and think there's no one you can rely on like Shanto so 
he is, in my opinion, the person who's made the difference. Probably won't get the headlines in this game. Has had the headlines previously, but he has been that player that they can rely on Bangladesh and, and just sees them over the line. You know, Harmit, when you see matches or series like this, you know, Ben Duckett coming to the crease with his team in pressure on three occasions, um, and I don't mean to highlight him, you know, he wasn't the only person, but again, Moeen Ali, Sam Curran, we always hear the same line doled out in every sport, you know, the fact that we're missing a couple of key individuals, it's an opportunity for somebody else. Well, Shanto's been opening the batting, he was dropped down a position to Lukta, who again, I thought batted relatively well, three short stays, but at quick pace, and he got his team up and running uh, at a good tempo. But England, individually with the bat, they, those three players I mentioned did have the did have the, uh, the the chance to go on and and get England into position to win the game. For whatever reason, it didn't work for England's, but it has worked for Bangladesh. Yeah, it has worked for Bangladesh, and but it the thing reasons why it's worked for Bangladesh largely down to the fact that who's at the other end. You know, we've had players go and you, the names you've just mentioned, given the chance to bat them with each other. You know, Josh Butler gets run out in this game after a great partnership with David Milan. Two of my most experienced players, one of the probably the best white ball player we've ever had in Joss. David Milan, top five T20 player in the world for the last few years, get out on consecutive balls. We've now got Duckett and Curran at the crease with pressure on. That's that, so you can say players have, have a chance, and I, I'm all for players having a chance. And I'd have brought in two young players who were on the ear tour if you couldn't get players who were on big. I, I, I don't. I, I didn't mind players going playing on for Pakistan Super League, getting big contracts. Didn't mind that. Not a problem. Give somebody else a chance. Give some fresh blood. I mentioned Sam here and right at the very top. He's on pre-season with Warwickshire. Why, why couldn't you bring him in? He was on, a, on the near tour. He probably would have been a better option at number number five and number six with... And, and, and one might even been in a simpler situation, but at least you would have been... You know, you know, not square pegs for round holes. When you're giving somebody a chance, that person needs a chance to to have the confidence of playing with other players and getting your team getting your team in a position to win a game. And I just didn't think there was any cohesion with England's selection, line-up or balance of side. And when you say, you know, from a batting point of view, I look at the numbers. England, are the, and, and you mentioned before about Tigerish and how Bangladesh wanted to win more. This is the England cricket team. They're the best white ball team in the world, supposedly. 20 years ago, I played against the best team, arguably, of all time in Test Match Cricket in Australia. There's no way that great Australia side would have went into any series going, oh, we're not bothered about bilateral series. We're not bothered about bilateral this. Well, yeah, England have got, got this mentality of bilateral doesn't matter anymore. I think we've just seen that in these three games. And when you look at the scores, Bangladesh have getting 158, 120 and 158 and won a series 3-0 against England. I think them numbers say everything about what England's unit unit was like when it comes to the batting side of it. We just didn't have enough. We didn't have enough firepower, quality, or depth to to compete in this series. That worries that worries me because of the decision making you've getting to this this point. I'm not going about player power or anything like that. All I'm thinking is. Why are we? Why did we not bring two young players in? Why did we not bring two batters in? Why did we not? Was it was it arrogance? Was it 
who make them decisions because it's for the simple fact is I've got no problem Alex Hills going off and playing Sam Bullins has carried drinks for ages and he's on good contracts there no problem at all but you could have had two two proper frontline batsmen in Bangladesh and where's that decision being made 13 players in a three match series four out and out batsmen uh, scratching my head with one eye on the uh, 50 over World Cup what have we learnt um, Phil Salt um, you know he does seem to struggle a little bit against spin as opposed to pace you know has he furthered his claims to a, to a start in this uh, I know it's a 50 over tournament and this has been a 20 win, 2020 game but you know his dismissal again today you know again trying to get onto the front foot push through the offside and uh, and he'll stump first ball I mean Kath how do you how do you assess how he's gone about things and where he is now as opposed to at the start of the series I think it's a difficult one Phil Salt is somebody you would associate with going for it at the top of the order is he going to challenge for a spot at the top of the order maybe maybe not quite good enough I think this series he would have had to put his marker down and really go and score big. Um, if there's a problem against spin, obviously in these conditions it's very difficult to play spin, but he did seem to struggle against spin and he looks a lot more comfortable against the seam bowlers. He likes to use his feet, doesn't he? He likes to come inside the line and hit through the covers early on in his innings. Um, he just looked a bit unstuck and that, that dismissal today just looked like he was a little bit scrambled in his in his mind about what he was trying to do with that delivery. Was he trying to track it and come inside? Um, getting stumped in that manner never really gives you uh, a lot of confidence as a batter. And, you know, we've spoken about the depth of English batting as, a, as an all-round in their squad going into this World Cup coming up. You know, if you get a chance, if you get an opportunity to pull on an England shirt, you have to put your marker down. You have to score big, and he hasn't quite done that in this series. And he got a start, didn't he, in the second T20, but but never really capitalised on it. No, and it was spin that was his undoing in that second T20 as well. I think in Shakib Balasan's first over. Let's hear though from uh, Joss Butler, the English skipper, who's been speaking with Shamim Chowdhury. Well, understandably, very disappointing. Uh with uh, the result, 3-0 is not what you anticipated when you started off this uh, series. No, not at all. Uh, it's really disappointing, obviously, to, to lose the series, but uh, congratulations to Bangladesh. They outplayed us and they deserve their victory. Yes, and at one point in time, even uh, when Bangladesh played the last five overs, restricting them to 27 runs was a good job because they're looking at getting more runs. So must have been pretty happy with the bowlers did right at the depth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we came back well. We, we missed some opportunities in the field, which is, is uh, obviously disappointing, you know, in, in these games. Um, it's probably the wicket played uh, you know, better as, as it um, went on, and I thought it was a, a good score to restrict them to, and, and we got in a position where hopefully we'll kick on and, and win the game, but that didn't happen. Well, you did kick on until 100 for 1 was a position that you seemed to be really going for the target, and then suddenly you run out, a couple of wickets falling. Just seem to turn around the things completely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, losing two wickets in two balls is, is really poor. I'm really disappointed in myself for not diving and, and making my ground. You know, you should be fully committed to, to making that run. So that's disappointing and, it, you know, potentially costs you the game. Yes, well, it's, uh, it's not been a happy ending to the tour, but we've, we've been very pleased to have your company, the England team, over to Bangladesh after a long while. And despite your lack of success, we wish you all the success for the future. Thank you very much. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if a report coming out uh, this week or last that Richard Thompson, the new chair or CEO, actually, of the ECB, is hopeful to get Bangladesh in England before 2027. As things stand, they're not set to tour and haven't toured um, for uh, the best part of 12 years, I think it is. Either way, they certainly made uh, made uh, an impression on uh, the England team. We've, uh, we're just going to wrap up uh, here on Following On. A quick word from you then, Harmy. Um, a little bit of doom and gloom, but all in all, when you look at the winter as a whole, trips to Pakistan, to South Africa, to New Zealand, and now here to Bangladesh, England, of course, won the ODI series across all three formats. Um, England are still, despite this defeat, in an enviable position uh, to be, really. Absolutely. It's been a, a fantastic winter for the England cricket team and the ECB as a whole. You know, world champions winning in Pakistan, unbelievable you know, ambassadors for Test cricket in Pakistan and in, in New Zealand. Um, I give them a little bit of, I give them a, little, a huge amount of leeway off the back of the World T20 win when they went to Australia and lost 3-0 in a bilateral series and all the rhetoric out of that was about how our bilateral series have got to be put into perspective. Well, this is a bilateral series. I ain't giving them any leeway on. They've got to, they've got to even if they're not going to pick players who have got franchise contracts around the world, the selection's got to be better. They've got to have for me better decisions made and that for me is custom the game Josh Butler's just stood there and said 
it was a good wicket. We got we restricted them to a good score. We got off to a good start. We couldn't capitalise. We couldn't capitalise. We couldn't capitalise because of our in, in our depth in the batting to get us in a position to win that cricket match. Sam Curran coming in at number six, I think, tells it all. And that's nothing against Sam because I think he's an extremely talented young player. But I think they're just asking a little bit too much from the Surrey all-rounder. OK, well, look, uh, Harmi will continue to be in on his uh, long run-up. He's going to be uh, joining Neil Manthorpe very shortly. The Cricket Collective will be uh, airing at 5am on uh, Wednesday morning. That will be appearing in your uh, podcast feed and is also going to be uh, aired today on TalkSport 2. Big thanks uh, from the cricket team here on TalkSport 2. Kath uh, Dalton, former Ireland international, Steve Harmison, um, uh, the uh, 13th most successful number 11 batter in the history of Test cricket. Wildcard, Jarrah Kimber, Andrew, uh, the weatherman, uh, McKenna, who is uh, nursing the mother of all colds. And also a big thanks to Abhishek Jinjinwala as well. Uh, and Alex Tudor, who were both part of our team, Stuart Meeker as well, former Surrey fast uh, bowler, and Monty Panasol. How can I forget Monty? Either way, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure to bring you so much international cricket here on the TalkSport 2 network over the last couple of months from South Africa through to New Zealand via a pit stop in India for uh, the uh, four-test Border Gavaskar series, ending up in Bangladesh for the six-ball white ball tour, six-game uh, uh, white ball series. Uh, an absolute delight uh, to uh, talk you through a couple of uh, the uh, the newest uh, chapters in England's long and winding history of cricket. We'll be back at some point, but for now, thanks for listening to Following On. You've been listening to the Following On podcast from TalkSport. If you missed any of the show or wish to catch up, you can download the podcast. Now available via the free TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, for more cricket content, you can listen to The Cricket Collective on TalkSport 2 every Tuesday evening as Neil Manthorpe and Double Ashes winner Steve Harmison debate the biggest stories with a host of big names. And if you want to send us a question to a member of the TalkSport team, you can tweet us at cricket underscore TS and we'll answer your question on the next podcast. But for now, you've been listening to Following On. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.